Okay, guys, we are on Daf Yud Amud Bet. The Gemara says at the top, Tanu Rabbanan. We taught on the Brayta Al Yomer Adam Talmid Ani Eni Ra'ui Liot Remember, we learned this idea that the uh, the initial fast of the lack of rain are only undertaken by the Yichidim. So the bride is telling us a person, I guess, who's worthy shouldn't say, "Ah, I'm not. Uh, I'm just a Talmud. I'm not. I'm just a student. I'm not really one of these Yechidim. I'm not worthy of being a Yechid." Rashi says on the top here, "Be'ini chashuv kol Yechidim." Right? So I'm like, oh, I can't do it. Rather, he says here, "Ela kol talmid." Back in the Gemara, "Ela kol talmidei chachamim Yechidim." Rather, all the talmidei chachamim are Yechidim. Now, how you define someone as a talmid chacham? That's a fair question, but that's the idea. Ezehu yachid, ve'ezehu tamin. So, okay, the Gemara says, so what, how do we define it? Kol shara'oi lib no to parnas ala tibur. Sorry, yachid, kol shara'oi lib no to parnas ala tibur. A yachid is anybody who's worthy of being appointed as a leader over the, the, the congregation, the, the community. Tamin, kol shara'oi no to devar halacha binibudo ve'omer. They ask him a question, and by the way he's learning, he can tell them uh, the halacha. You know, even if it's masachat dekala. Masachat dekala means the masachat they're learning at the yarchei kala. The yarchei kala is when they used to study together on the uh, Shabbatot around the uh, Chagim. So I guess that was sort of like the mass shiurim. So even if you knew that, that's that's uh, that's a talmud, right? That's already a talmud. But something greater than that, that's the, that's the yachi. But again, a person shouldn't put himself down to not be that Okay, Tana Rabbana. On the flip side, we have an opposite Brayta. Lo kol arotzeh lasot atzmo yachid oseh talmid oseh div Rabbi Meir. Right, so Rabbi Meir has this idea. Well, hold on. We, on the other hand, you also have to recognize not only do you have to not sort of like uh, put yourself uh, down, you also can't prop yourself up. Right, not everybody who wants to say that they're a yachid can say that, or even to say they're a talmid can say that. Not necessarily the case. Rabbi Yosi Omer oseh v'zachur latov. Rabbi Yosi says, no, you can do it and you'll be remembered for good. In this case, because the idea is, it's not a shevach for him, it's not like a praise for this person who is imposing this fast day upon themselves to say that they're a yachid. This is a, it's a tsar, this is physical pain. You're willing to engage in you know, holding back from physical pleasure for the purpose of trying to help the tzibur. That's fine, you can do that. And that's an interesting distinction that Rabbi Yosi has here, right? The idea of, so, are, you know, so like, are you putting yourself in that position because you think you're like a great guy or you want to be perceived as being a great guy or are you doing it for more selfless reasons so that's an important distinction according to Rabbi Yosef. Tanya Idah there's another brighter local rotel so that's my yachid oset tamid oset div Rabbi Shimon Alazar so here Rabbi Shimon Alazar reflects essentially the opinion we saw in the previous brighter of Rabbi Meir but you cannot everyone can just make themselves into whatever they want so it's basically the same idea, except instead of presenting it as a machloket, it's being presented as an explanation of the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Lazar, which again is parallel to Rabbi Meir. So is that really? So it sounds like that's sort of uh, maybe that's what it actually means. That you have to just be more realistic about who you are, and uh, and but also you can also push yourself sometimes if your motivations are pure. Okay. So how about if a situation a person is fasting over a certain uh, difficulty and it passes, or he's fasting for a chole, somebody is ill and they want to maybe get uh, merit for the for the for the chole by fasting, and the chole gets gets is healed. So what do you do? Like you know, you get a call at noon on the day, and you say, "Oh, look, whatever you're worried about, everything's fine." Or you know, the 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 person was released from the hospital, everything's fine. So what are you supposed to do with the fast at that point? 
So it says, Hareza mitane umashlim. You continue to complete the fast. Okay, so that's the principle. You complete the fast. Haholech mimakom, uh, yeah, mimakom she'ein Let's say you go from a place where there uh, is no fasting. They're not fasting over a particular issue, and you go to a place where they are fasting. So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to join the tzibur and fast along with the people that you go to. On the flip side, Okay, same idea, right? If you're on the opposite idea, right? If, I, if I'm a place where they are fasting and I go to a place where they're not fasting, I still should complete the fast. And so basically, you're always supposed to be fasting. No, not always fasting. But the idea is you, you put yourself as basically the chumras of both sides, right? If you're entering the place so not to fast or the community where they're fasting, would be inappropriate. You're not connecting with the tzibur, right? On the other hand, if you, you if you leave the place where you're coming from and you're not completing that fast just because you're going to a new place, no, you have to connect to the tzibur that you came from as well. So this is the idea of completing the fast. It's a is a is an important point. If there presumably there is a connection to that, right? The idea of minhagim and what you know, what how do you mean him? You just say you do the minhagim like the chumras of both places. The exactly. problem with that is keep up putting on tefillin is then we get to the issue because keeping the chumra of one side is then keeping the right exactly because okay, so sometimes you have those issues. Sometimes you have a few issues like that. Very good. Okay, I lost my place. Sorry. Shachach ve'achal v'shata. So how about this is a case? I get this shaila like so many times when they have come to fast days uh, all, the, all the time, but also on camp. So the person forgot and I accidentally ate or drank on a fast day. So what are you supposed to do at that point? So it says like this: Al You're not supposed to be like seen before the tzibur. Rashi says right next to this: kechatan ben avelim like don't appear like a like a um, you know the, the the contrast in in the Jewish thought of the, like the saddest is the avil and the happiest is the chatan. So don't be like a chatan among the avilim. So if you're if people are fasting and you're eating, you're like the chatan and avilim. So don't start eating around other people. Also, don't be a, don't don't uh, indulge in certain let's say pleasures uh, in that sense. Yaakov says, why are you like are you being like making yourself seen or being seen? Like, don't don't make these things obvious. Meaning, even if you're not actually fasting or you broke the fast, but it sounds like by the way that you're supposed to doesn't necessarily sound like you're supposed to always continue fasting. Though I think we usually say that is what you're supposed to do. You, you continue to fast anyways, but minimally. You don't uh, don't promote the idea that you are uh, no longer fasting. Um, what's he saying here? Sorry. This is the interpretation. Yaakov says to his sons, "Al tiru atzmechem." Don't make yourselves appear as satiated, not before Asaph, not before Ishmael, so they don't get jealous of you. Okay? Um, look at Rashi here. And you say, once I ate a little bit, I may as well eat, you know, eat, you know, oh, I had a little bite of this, I may as well have like a you know, holy bagel with all the, all the, you know, everything on it. So you shouldn't do that. Okay. But this idea not to make them jealous. So as we mentioned that, so uh, this is Yosef says to his brothers, right? Our Tigrizubaderach, don't sort of like, uh, the rogues can be like fighting, it can also be like shaking things up. 
he says, don't get involved when you're traveling in a matter of halachic discussion. Maybe the way, the uh, the road was to make you guys uh, fight. Because you get a little like, you know, uh, you know, a lot of times people on the, on the road traveling, you get a little short-tempered. If you start a discussion of halacha, that's a, that's a quick trigger for disagreement, and I can get you guys upset. Right, okay? The Gavar says, Any, is that so? The Amar Abi Eloi Bar Barachia Shnei Tamin Chachamim Shemahalchim Baderech Ve'en Denehem Divrei Torah Ru'yim Nisarev If you have two Tamin Chachamim who are walking along the road and that they're not sharing Divrei Torah they're worthy of being burned up Shnei Marza says Ve'yihim Ahochim Haloch V'dabeir so it says here in Malachim Ben, they're walking along, they're walking along, and they were daber, they were speaking, and the idea is that this rechavesh, this chariot of fire, like split right between them, but it didn't harm them, it didn't harm them. Time of the Ika Dibor, that's only because there was Dibor, there was Daber, what kind of thing people talk about? Obviously Dibor Torah. If not, they should be burned. So the idea is, there seem to be contradictory messages. On the one hand, Rabbi Yosef is understood by Chazala saying, don't discuss and then we're saying, whenever you're traveling, you should be discussing halacha. Gemara says, Lokasha, halu migras, halu yunis. Big difference between migras is sort of like broader, more general halacha or simpler halacha that you should be sharing. Okay, nice, like simple different Torah. And the yunis is like an involved, you know, in depth learning. That's what gets people sort of like, you know, worked up, obviously. So that's what you should, uh, that's what you should be maybe avoiding in that context. Maybe no halacha, but only agadak. It's still different Torah, but it's not halacha. Okay, maybe. Or, 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 or simple halacha, you know. Okay, but and they taught the bright as follows. Al tapsiu Okay, so it's another uh, point of recommendation, which we'll say I think we'll see is uh, is related to the earlier point about not like seeing yourself as being a a tamid chacham or yachid if you're not necessarily. It says don't uh, walk a big uh, uh, take big steps. Siagasa big steps, which is understood to mean like haughtiness, like to reflect haughtiness, right? Strutting along. And bring the sun into the city. We'll see what that means. Don't uh, uh, do the big steps because uh, it was taught that a uh, big steps uh, takes away one five hundredth of a person's eyesight. Uh, so you can take that, I guess, literally. Maybe that's, I don't know what that means. But or you can take it more figuratively, which I would say something like, you know, when you think very highly of yourself, you're going arrogant. So I think your perception of the world is a uh, harm. Okay, something like that. Okay, ve'achnisu chamala ear and bring the sun into the city. But that's not me. Kedar Rabbi Marav, Dam Rabbi Marav, ve'olam yitzay adam bechitov yikanesh bechitov. You should always uh, leave with chitov and come in with chitov. Shneamar ve'haboker or banashim shalachu. The the morning lit up and the people were sent, the men were sent out. Meaning the idea is that if you want to be able to uh, uh, function more properly, you should enter a city when it's sunny and you should enter, you should leave the city when it's sunny. You don't travel in the dark. It's dangerous. It's hard to move around. You can't really see where you're going. It's better to come in where, is, uh, where the sun is there. Um, one second. Um, Rashi points out because there's no, uh, there's, you know, that's not when the robbers aren't there anymore. All the scary things aren't there anymore. Um, I think the Chitov uh, because it says, Vayar, yeah, Rashi says this, Vayar or Kitov, right? He says, that's the light, that is good. So you should come in when it's good and go when it's good. Okay. I'm sorry. A person who's traveling the road, don't eat more than they eat in the famine times. I guess you should have rationed food, like a small amount of food. 
My taima? What's the reason? So we'll give a couple reasons. Here they explained it is because of ma'ayana. Ma'ayana means sort of intestinal effects. Rashi says, You get like churning belly, you know, from all the eating you're getting. I don't know, like traveling there, it's hard. The Ma'arova Amri and Eretz Yisrael, they said, It's because of a food. You might not have so much food on the right. And so don't start eating up all your food now. You have to like keep it minimal so you have enough. Rashi says, What's the difference? Uh, one difference is they're sitting on a boat. So if you're sitting on a boat, there's not going to be the issue of, Agumar says, apparently there's not an issue of, uh, Rashi says, not Mayana, I guess it doesn't churn your belly. I would think, well, maybe there's seasickness, but I guess that's not what they're considering. But the issue of food is a big deal. There's no, like, uh, rest stops, you know, when you're on the on the boat. Uh, and Alternately, if you're going from in to in, so there's no real issue of Mazon, because you're always going to have the next stop. You know, uh, you're on the, you're on the interstate, and there's always these rest stops. You don't have to worry about the food so much, but the travel and how it affects your, your, your insides, that you still have to uh, worry about. So the idea is to cut down the food. I won't tell my wife about this tomorrow. She's very good. In fact, a lot of snacks when we travel, but uh, that's the recommendation.